countdown for blastoff. X minus one. Yes, it's Maxwell House Coffee Time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. Richard Diamond, private detective. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Suspense. It's time once again for another comedy episode of Our Miss Brooks. Dragnet. We offer you escape. Kraft presents the Great Gildersleeve. Yeah. I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Good evening, friends of the Inner Sanctum. The Jack Benny Program. Hi, this is Carl Amari, and welcome to episode one of Radio Rarities, the weekly podcast series that examines unique episodes from the golden age of radio. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. Lisa, are you excited about our new series? Oh, Carl, excited is an understatement. We have a real treat for our listeners. As many tuning in may be aware, we host a national radio show called Hollywood 360, where we play classic radio shows. But on this podcast series, we're selecting one-of-a-kind shows and providing background information before presenting them. For example, the shows may involve actors or actresses in unusual roles or rare radio appearances or written by an author who may have achieved great fame during their careers in other media. Lost episodes, pilot or audition episodes, final episodes, and everything in between. I'm particularly excited about the show we've chosen for our maiden voyage of radio rarities. It couldn't get any better than to launch with one of Hollywood's most acclaimed leading men, Humphrey Bogart. You've enjoyed Bogey on the big screen in such classics as The Maltese Falcon, Casablanca, The Big Sleep, and African Queen. But we're not presenting a radio adaptation from Lux Radio Theater or Screen Guild Theater of one of his films. Nope. We have something even more significant. Bogart had ambitions to produce and star in his own radio series. That's right, Lisa. In 1947, his fellow film star, Alan Ladd, launched Mayfair Transcription Company, a radio production company that produced the Damon Runyon Theater and Box 13. A couple of summers later, Humphrey Bogart followed in Ladd's footsteps and assembled a team for his venture into radio production. In 1948, along with Robert Lord, Bogie founded Santana Pictures Corporation, named after his boat. From the 1948 classic film Key Largo, would this new company produce original dramas especially written for him or adaptations? The latter. As a voracious reader, Bogart had studied the classics from Plato to Ralph Waldo Emerson. He also became interested in the anthologies Charles Grayson had prepared under the title Stories for Men. He also was a big fan of hard-boiled crime author James M. Kane. And that's what we have for you this time, the James M. Kane thriller Dead Man, which first appeared in the March 1936 pages of The American Mercury. You may know Kane for his novels The Postman Always Rings Twice and Double Indemnity. Bogie's new enterprise was created to produce potential radio series and also motion pictures. He was the first actor to form his own independent firm. This self-determination on the part of Bogart caused some studio executives to become nervous. They wouldn't be able to exercise the control or realize the financial gain of producing the films themselves. We rarely play audition or pilot programs on Hollywood 360, so we thought this would be a unique venture to kick off our podcast series. This audition was recorded in the CBS Hollywood Studios, 
with the assistance of Sandy Cummings of the Sam Jaffe Talent Agency. From August 17, 1949, we present Humphrey Bogart in Dead Man. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Humphrey Bogart. Tonight's author, James M. Kane. Tonight's story, Dead Man. From Hollywood, a new dynamic series based on the work of the great names of the modern short story. Presented by the actor-producer Humphrey Bogart. Actor-producer. Well, that's a moniker I'll have to get used to. You know, when an actor turns producer, searching for material becomes one of his main jobs. And one of mine is to read stories of all kinds. Adventure, romance, mystery, comedy. Always looking for strong yarns. Well told that will achieve the big result, entertainment. And this is the type we're going to dramatize for you. Speaking as Bogart the actor, I'd like to appear in some of them. This is especially true of the one we're going to bring you tonight by James Kane. Jim's a great student of human nature. That's evident in his novels like The Postman Always Rings Twice, Serenade, Double Indemnity, and The Moth. He doesn't write short fiction often, but in this piece, which appeared in the old American Mercury, you'll find the offbeat qualities that have made him famous. He got the idea for Dead Man one night waiting for a freight train to pass. There were some hobos perched on top of it, and, well, that's our story. But before we start, how about a word from High Averback? In this spot each week, we would have an opening commercial, followed by a short billboard. Now, for the first time on the air, James M. Kane's great short story, Dead Man, with Humphrey Bogart as Larry Knott and William Tracy as Lucky. What are we slowing down for? Why does a freight train always slow down 10 miles from nowhere in the middle of the night? Railroad bull coming down the line of Budasov. So let's get off. We're going slow enough to jump? Yeah, but too fast to get back on. Hey, he's flashing his light now. All right, boys. Pile off. Hit the cinders. Let's go. Okay. Hey, what happened to that kid that was on here? I didn't see him jump. He climbed down in a coal chute. Hey, kid. The bull's coming. You can't hide from this Shut guy. He's sitting in his chute. Okay, okay. I'm giving you guys a break. Are you going to jump? Come on, Mick. Right. Fall easy and roll when you hit. Try to be a nice guy and they walk all over you. Anybody down that coal chute? All right, wise guy, climb out of that chute. Turn off that flashlight. I'll turn it off, you little punk. Come out. Let go of me, you big ape. Hide out on me, will you? I try to give you a break and you hide out. Oh, I can't. Look out. Look out. The bottom of the chute is open. Well... You'll go with me. All right, kid. Where are you? Ah, oh, you're not getting away from me. Go. Oh, why don't you let me go? You had your chance. Larry Knott ain't losing his job for a punk like you. You'll do a bit in the creek for this. You gotta get me there first. Now, big guy, this might even things up. Kid, put down that spike. I'll put it down. Always picking on people. 
I wasn't going to steal your lousy railroad. Now, maybe you'll let me go. Mister. Hey, mister. Mister! Wake up! Wake up! He's dead! He's dead! Got to get back to Los Angeles before morning. See how far on this roadside. 17 miles. You better keep running, kid. You got a long way to go. Where are you? Who is it? It's me, kid. You know where I am. You left me there. Look, I didn't mean it. I, I didn't mean it. No, but you did it. Now you gotta run. You gotta run for the rest of your life. Just L.A., that's all. I'll, I'll be safe here, you understand? I'll be safe. You can't beat this, kid. I can, I can. I ate two meals yesterday in the soup kitchen. If I get back in time for breakfast, they'll remember me. Nobody will ever know I left the town. Nobody. Nobody. You'll know it, kid. And I'll know it. We'll always know it. You better run, kid. You can't hurt me. You're a dead man. You're dead. You're dead. there any bread to put in this slop? Oh, be glad you're living. Move on. I don't know why they're always kicking. That smells good to me. Oh, it's you. You must love this grub. Thought you'd be off duty today. Me? Why would I be off? You mean you don't even get Sundays off in this joint? Sunday, wake up. This is Saturday. Saturday? Hey, that's right. It is Saturday. They're hanging signs and big banners all along the main drag for the parade. What kind of parade? The Shriners. Well, you get to see that for free. That ought to be your speed. Yeah, that's me. My name is Lucky. My name is Shorty, but I'm over six feet. Uh, nothing like that with me. I really got luck. Yeah? Like what? Like, for instance, getting a hunk of meat in this soup. Ain't no meat in there. But there's gonna be some, ain't there? Shiver plate over quick. Don't let nobody see you. Thanks, Shorty. Okay, Lucky. Don't let them guys see the meat. Back of the hall ain't lighted. Grab a table back there. Sure, sure. Ain't you hungry, kid? Why don't you eat? I'll eat, I'll eat. You'd better. You'll need strength. Gotta have strength to keep moving. I made it here. I'm all right. Sure. You made Shorty remember you, and the day will stick in his mind because of the parade. That's smart. But it isn't enough. Why ain't it enough? You didn't kill another hobo, kid. You killed a cop. Only a railroad bull, but still a cop. They never close the books when a cop gets killed, Lucky. They work all day and all night. They ask questions. I got answers. You better have them. And you better have them fast. You'll have to think on your feet, kid. And you're tired. I gotta get some sleep. Where, though? Where? Sign pointing up the street said Lincoln Park. It's only 6 a.m. I can sleep there. And get picked up for vagrancy? That's bad. They'll bring you in for that and then start on something else. I can hide. Must be a stable or something in a park. I 
gotta sleep. Take it easy, kid. You're watching. You're walking too fast. It was a mistake. You shouldn't have left home, son. I begged you not to go. Now the man is here. Tell him to go away. Tell him I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping too, Lucky. Go away. Leave me alone. No. I want you to get ready for what's coming. Where did you spend last night, kid? In a flop house. Yeah, which one? I didn't pay no attention to the name. It was just a flop house. Where was this flop house at, Lucky? How should I remember? I've never been in L.A. before. I don't know the names of no streets. What did the place look like? Looked like a flop house. You think they'll buy that? What did the place look like, Lucky? What did it look like? Let me go! 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 Hey, what's going on in here? Help! Make him let me go! Be quiet. He won't hurt you. All right, Goliath. Put him down. Down! Thanks. Hank. How'd you get in here? The side door was open. I thought this was the park stable. It's the elephant house at the zoo. What are you doing here? I... I just wanted to sleep, that's all. You're lucky you weren't stepped on in that hay. One of them might have rolled right over on you during the night. During the night? Yeah. Yeah, I was here all night. They might have killed me. They got a good mind to call the cops and turn you in. No, 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 please don't do that. I'm broke. I, I couldn't go anyplace else. Give me a break. If I find a job, I'll be okay. All right. Now get out of here and stay out. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I'll get a job. I'll be all right. Job, eh? Why didn't you do that yesterday instead of hopping that freight? They won't know about the freight if I get a job. If a guy kills somebody, the cops wouldn't expect to find him looking for a job. Two hours sleep in there. That wasn't much. It was enough. I'm I'm young, I'm strong. You're running again, kid. You're running again. <laughs> Oh, just a minute, lady. Let me check the air in this rear tire. It looks low. Ah, she's all right now. Thanks, and hurry back. Hello? Hello. What can I do for you? Oh, what's chances I'd get my job around here? If you mean right here in this service station, the chances are nothing flat. Why not? The sign says you're open 24 hours a day. I work 12. My brother-in-law works the other 12. We don't need any help. I, I ain't asking much, and you could both cut down on your hours. Look, brother, I know it's tough, but I got troubles of my own. I'm barely making a living myself. Here, here. Here's two bits for something to eat. That's all the help I can give you. I ain't asking for a handout. I want a job. If my clothes were better, would that change your mind? Even if the morning paper said you'd been elected one of the ten best-dressed men in Hollywood, the answer would still be no. I haven't got enough to do myself. Well, suppose I get better clothes. Will you talk to me again? I'm a registered Democrat. I'll talk to anybody. But I'm not hiring. I'll, I'll be back when I get better clothes. What's your name? It's there right over the station. 
Hook. Oscar Hook. Thanks, Mr. Hook. Just got an idea I can talk myself into a job. Well, don't waste your time. Here, take the two bits. All right, thanks. I'll work it out for you when I come back. Stop trying to shove me out of my own business. <laughs> Good luck, kid. Thanks. I wondered when you were going to think about that, Lucky. Think about what? The clothes. So they're dirty, so what? Not all clothes get dirty that way. Where'd that coal dust come from? From the freights. What is that proof? Well, don't you know there isn't much coal brought into Southern California? That car may be the only one in six months. And I was killed on it, Lucky. Better think of something else, kid. You better think of something else. I'll get rid of these clothes. I'll, I'll get others. That won't be easy. Lots of people have seen you in those clothes. I told you how cops worked. Coal dust on your clothes, and there was coal dust on mine. I got it all over me, too. And you got no money to buy new duds. I'll get them. I'll go down to the cheap stores. Somebody will trust me. Maybe. But the cops will be looking for somebody with coal dust on his clothes. They'll check the stores. You'll be easy to remember, Lucky. You'll be very easy to remember. I'll pick a small store. They, they can't check them all. I can't check them all. <laughs> A moment, Act Two of Dead Man. But first, a word from our sponsor. This, of course, the middle commercial. You're listening to Radio Rarities. We'll return after this short break. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now, back to Radio Rarities. Now we return to Act Two of James M. Cain's Dead Man, with Humphrey Bogart as Larry Knott and William Tracy as Lucky. What can I do for you? Mister, will you trust me for a pair of white pants and a shirt? No, no trust. You want credit, you go to a bank. You go out and work. You get money to buy things. Look, lady, I want to work. And I can get a job if I have that outfit. I can start to work Monday morning. All I need is white pants and a shirt. I have to pay cash myself. No trust. Don't you understand? This means a job for me. I got to get that outfit. I'll pay you next Saturday as soon as I get paid. Honest. Look. I would like to help you, but I can't do it. Okay, it's your store. I've been out of work a long time. 
What kind of job you gonna get? Why you need white shirt and pants? Maybe he's gonna drive an ice cream truck. No, no it's, it's a gas station. They got a rule. You gotta have white clothes before you can work there. Yeah. They all wear white clothes. Ah, white clothes put the grease in the trucks. Eh, one day you're going to look worse than you do now. Look, what else would I want an outfit like that for? Holy smokes, my own things are better for the road, ain't they? I don't look like I own a yacht, do I? Tell me, where's this gas station you're going to work? Hollywood. A guy named Oscar Hook owns the place. It's an Acme station. You don't believe me? You call him up and ask him. Hollywood's the other side of town. How'd you get over here? I walked. All the way over from there to get stuff for the job? That's a long walk. Why'd you pick my store? I asked half a dozen places. Somebody's got to have a heart. When a young man doesn't go to school or to work, he's getting into trouble. What size you wear? Fifteen shirt, twenty-eight waist on the pants. Ah, all right, all right. Go into the back room, take off your clothes. I bring the stuff. Thanks. He'll need shoes, too. His are worn out. Here. See, see. Maybe he's hungry, too. Put a dollar in the pants. Well, why not $50? Make him a full partner in this store. Go, go, go. Uh, here's your things. You want to wrap up the old ones? No. No, throw them away. You, uh, you got pretty dirty. You're covered with black? Uh, yeah, I did some work uh, yesterday. I cleaned out a big fireplace in the restaurant for something to eat. Uh, you all ready now? Yeah, yeah, this is swell. I fix up a bill for you. Here you are, $9.84. Yes, yeah, and, and $1 service charge. Service charge? What kind of... All right, okay. Never mind the service charge. Sure, sure, forget the service charge. There's a tag or something in his pocket here. It's... Oh, it's... It's a dollar. Ah, that's all right. You find it, you keep it. It's your lucky day, huh? Yeah. Yeah, my lucky day, huh? Yeah, mamacita. You burn the old clothes with the papers, huh? Sure. Sure. Goodbye, boy. We pray for you. Goodbye, and thanks. Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm. Adios. I'm all right now. I'm clear. Yeah, but what about the old clothes? I left them. I'm rid of them. Sure, but somebody else has them now. That's the evidence, kid. He noticed the dirt. They're going to burn them. That's what they said. You won't see them do it, though. How are you going to know? Uh, I'll go back. I'll go back and get them. No, you can't. That'd look funny. You said you didn't want them. I, I, I changed my mind. I'll burn them myself. Where? You got a private apartment? Someplace where you can turn a key? Look kind of funny building a fire in an empty lot to burn clothes. Besides, they might think he was faking about the job. They'll burn him, they said so. Sure, they'll burn him. Walk a little faster, kid. Walk a little faster, kid. Well, you're persistent, kid. I'll say that for you. I went to a lot of trouble to get these clothes. There must be some way you can use me. Kid, look. Look at the dough in this cash box. Eleven bucks. And that's for two families to feed. The night shift won't bring that. It won't slice any thinner. 
Well, I guess you're right. Say, why don't you hit north? This town's dead right now. You could earn a living picking fruit up there. Yeah, it'd be great in the road in this white outfit. I can get you a ride in a line haul truck. Guy I know drives that route tonight. He'll leave about 7 o'clock. They like company to keep them awake. But that means you have to stay awake, too. You look tired. Maybe you've got a place I could lay down until then. Not here. You got any dough? A buck. There's a cheap hotel a few blocks up. Sack in there and sleep till just before 7. Okay, I'll see you later. Job after all, huh, Lucky? Now you gotta run for it. Get out of town. They can't tag me. I got a head start now. Don't see how you figure that. There's cops up north, too. Already there, waiting. Guys on the road get picked up all the time. I look all right. They'll pass me. Sure. You traded black clothes for white ones. The cops will know about that when you don't show up to give the storekeeper his dough. If I stay here, they'll pick me up easier. I gotta go. I gotta take the chance. Sure. That's the only chance you got. Run. Get some sleep, then run. Well, yeah, bud. I want a room. You can call me at 6.30 tonight. That's half a buck. Sign this card. What's the matter, bud? You forget your name? No. No, I just haven't written it in a long time. I haven't even heard anybody say it, except for my nickname. You can't take nicknames. Sometimes oh. the cops come by, they want to see the list. Cops! What for? Who knows? They got to look like they're doing some kind of work, don't they? What's the matter? Cops worry you? No, no. Why should they? Well, it's something you know better than me. Yeah. Here's your change from the buck and your key. Okay. That's my name. Ben Fuller. Where's the room? Straight down the hall, room 13. Ain't superstitious, eh? No. Going down to the church to help decorate for tomorrow. You want to come? No! We used to go always. I'm not going anymore. I'm sick of this place. I'm sick and tired. You shouldn't feel like that. You have a nice home and a nice job. Yeah, working in the hardware store in a hick town. I want to go places and see things. I want to be somebody. You are somebody, Ben. You've got friendship and respect. You won't always work for somebody else. You'll build something of your own someday. You bet I will. But it won't be here. Someday I'll go away. Someday I'll live in a big city where things happen. And I'll have everything I want. I want you to have everything, son. I want to help you. Won't you come with me? No, I told you, no! All right, son. No, wait, Mom. Wait, I'll come with you. Too late, Lucky. You can't go now. I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't. You never wanted to hurt anybody, but you did. Even your mother. That's a lie. Is it, Lucky? Maybe it is. Maybe she deserved it, expecting a smart kid like you to run away in a dead little town. It wasn't dead. It was a good town. We had a basketball team and a band that played in the park in the summer and, and a lake where we could swim. Yeah, but that was for kids, not for a man. 
father wasted his life there, too, didn't he? No, he didn't. He was the best barber in town. Everybody loved him. Everybody. That wasn't good enough for you, though. What did you want, Lucky? I don't know. I... What's that noise? It's pretty plain. Listen to it. What are they, what are they doing? What are they building? A gallows, Lucky. That's where they're going to hang you. You're not going to see it. I'll kill you, not I'll kill you. You already did. You can't do it again. You can't get rid of me. I, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Oh, just a minute. I'd hate to have you for a customer at night, bud. What are you doing, throwing a fit? I was dreaming, that's all. Well, dreams like that you can have. Come on, it's 6.30. Ain't you going to catch a truck or something? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. I'll check out right away. I'm getting a ride north. Book says you're going north to pick fruit. Is that right? Only till I get enough dough to buy a new suit and a train ticket home. I want to go right back. Sure. Can't go back on the bum. I never should have left. Yeah, most guys I carry feel that way. But they never know until they try. Some of them start back too late. What do you mean? Ah, health is gone or they're getting a one-way jam. Hey, uh, I got to make a stop here for a few minutes, you mind? We ain't even out of town. I know, but I got to stop here. What are you stopping here for in the police station? What's the idea? Cops after you for something? No, no, of course not. Well, what are you so jumpy for? Well, they pick you up for vagrancy or hitchhiking or something. Yeah, relax. They don't bother anybody. They're glad to see you go. Well, it just seemed a funny place to stop, that's all. Well, the police station ain't the only place on the block. I'm just going in that cafe across the street for a cup of java. This is a long haul, and I'm broke, and I got a tab in there. I'd uh, buy you a cup of coffee, only, well, it's... <laughs> When it's on credit, it's kind of rubbing it in to bring a guest. I'll wait. Go ahead. Hey, uh, there's a mission house just the other side of the police station. You can get coffee in there for nothing. No, I'll, I'll wait. I don't blame you. They play music in the place, and it's murder. Oh, uh, there's an evening paper on the shelf behind the seat if you want to look at it while I'm gone. You can turn on the cab light. Paper? Uh, yeah, that's, that's good. Thanks. I'm just looking at the paper, that's all. I'm not a very important guy. Maybe it wouldn't be on the front page. Ah, there it is, Lucky. Page three. L.R. Not, railroad man, killed. Read it, kid. The decapitated body of L.R. Not, railroad detective assigned to a northbound freight, was found early this morning on a track about 15 miles north of Los Angeles. It is believed he lost his balance while passing another train and fell beneath the wheels. They don't know. They don't know. No, kid. Only you and I know. You can't know. You can't know anything. You're a dead man. You got no head in your body. You can't talk. You're my imagination, that's all. You mean conscience, don't you? Get away. You can't come back now. You're dead. 
You don't know anything. I'm free. I'm free. You don't know anything. I don't know. You've beaten the law, Lucky. They can't catch you. Nobody knows now. Nobody but you. You win, don't you, kid? I'm a dead man. You win, don't you, kid? I'm a dead man. You win, don't you, kid? I'm a dead man. Now, we are. Hey, what's the matter? You sick or something? No. No, I'm all right. Well, if you are, you can climb up on the shelf and lay down. I changed my mind. I'm not going with you. Thanks, anyhow. Suit yourself, kid. So long, mister. So long, mister. Precinct House, Sergeant Jameson. Yeah, okay, Joe. Make out a report on it. Now, what can I do for you, boy? I want to give myself up. What'd you do, kid? Steal something? Or are you trying to get a free ride home? No. I... I killed a man. When did it happen? Last night. Where? On the railroad tracks going north. It was like this. Wait a minute, kid. Wait till I get a card. Okay, what's your name? Fuller. Ben Fuller. No middle name? They call me Lucky. Lucky, huh? Like in good luck? Yes. Lucky. Like in good luck. Humphrey Bogart will be back with you in just a moment. But first, here you would have a closing commercial. After which, here again is Humphrey Bogart. Next week, a story by the big fellow himself, Ernest Hemingway. And in weeks to come, other great yarns by John P. Marquand, Stephen Vincent Benet, John O'Hara, Louis Bromfield, Christopher Morley, James Thurber, James Gould Cousins, Ben Hecht, Irvin Cobb, Thomas Wolfe, and other great names published in the Charles Grayson anthologies, Stories for Men. Tonight's story was adopted for radio by Joel Mercott. The music composed and conducted by Lynn Murray. D. Engelbach, directed and produced for Santana Productions. Until next week when we meet again, good night.
again next week at the same time when Humphrey Bogart will return to present another great short story. This time by one of the foremost men of contemporary fiction, Ernest Hemingway. This is High Aberback speaking. Wasn't that great, Lisa? I really enjoyed that, Carl. In addition to William Tracy, who played the distraught Lucky, I recognized Gerald Moore and Tony Barrett in the cast. And Parley Bear, Chester from Gunsmoke, Ted Von Elts, and Barney Phillips, many of Hollywood's radio stalwarts. So, Carl, with this great supporting cast and crew who were acknowledged in the closing narration, was Bogart's series a success? Unfortunately, no. This is the only episode ever produced. No sponsor signed on to bankroll the series, and none of the networks were willing to take it on as a sustainer. Any reason why? I can only speculate, but from listening to this pilot episode, William Tracy in The Part of Lucky really stole the show. He was the star, and Bogart only had a supporting role. Maybe if Bogart had chosen a story in which he was the main star, there might have been more interest by potential sponsors or networks. Another thing to consider, which is still unknown, was Bogart's asking Price to produce the series. Maybe he was asking too much, and that's why it was turned down. If he had produced the Humphrey Bogart Theater, would there have ever been a bold venture? That's a good point, Carl. In 1951, Frederick Ziv signed both Bogart and his wife, Lauren McCall, to star in the transcribed adventure series, Bold Venture, which was a big success. Well, that's all the time we have for this edition of Radio Rarities. We hope you enjoyed it. Radio Rarities is a Gulfstream Studios copyrighted production produced by yours truly, Carl Amari. My co-host is Lisa Wolf. Mike Costella is our executive producer. And the show is written by Carl Shadow. Next week, We'll bring you Robert Block's Stay Tuned for Terror. Thanks for listening. 